Okay. Hello, I am so excited. I think that's like gonna have to stay my like, you know, theme word, excited, because I'm always excited, especially on the Super Women Can podcast. I am excited, delighted, effused, because I've got an amazing individual woman who joined today. And Millicent Henry has joined the Super Women Can podcast. Now, she has so much to give the world and so much that she's giving. And I'm excited that she's going to share all her goodness with you today. Now, before I do that, I want to remind you that the Super Women Can podcast is about bringing professional female women of colour to elevate themselves further than they ever was ever possible and getting to the highest height smashing through anything that is being told by society our family our friends our partners even whoever they are telling us we can't and we can now as a woman of six nearly six children yes I've got another one on the way I can confidently say that we cannot let others dictate our future we can be successful despite society's version of what that looks like so yeah Millicent Henry without further ado tell us introduce yourself tell us about yourself right my name is Millicent Henry thank you very much Samantha you know what I mean <laughs> Who? thank you for um, inviting me onto your podcast you know what I mean it's beautiful um this is new to me so just allow um I'm my name's Millicent Henry, as you know. Um, I'm 58 years old. I'm a single mother of one, um, grown-up um, young man. I'm um, for years I've been um, looking out for everybody else, and it came to a point where I had to um, started to realise I need to look out for myself. I hadn't realised I'd been coercively controlled for a long time, um, and it made sense once I figured it out. It made sense why I was moving when everybody else, I was pushing everybody else to succeed um, at the end of the day. So when it comes down to it, I had to, by the grace, I was able to come across positivity around me. And I found my mentor, yes, Sam, who is my mentor, um, who believed in me when I, didn't and I couldn't understand why she believed in me but she pushed <laughs> me into things which I would be running and it's like she had this elastic band around me so as much as I was trying to run she'd pull I just snap back um she she told me to do, go into things like OTM which I um which is like an on, online um university course to do with business I wasn't sure what I was doing. And then at the same time, the OBV Black Leadership Programme, I thought, what is happening? I was trying to avoid doing one um, thing and I ended up doing the, the, the same thing in the second one. And it's like, what is going on? What is happening? So I had no choice but to do the CV and for both of them. And would you believe it? Because she believed in me, I successfully was able to get into both. And I was successfully able to um, pass, you know, like both of them. So I got my CPD um, in business certificate. Somehow I, I'm still now, it's blowing my mind. <laughs> and then next, you know, I'm meeting the mayor, Andy Burnham. 
Um, <laughs> I'm meeting MPs and I'm meeting and I'm getting a certificate because now I'm a Black Leadership alumni, me, little old me, <laughs> an alumni after years of pushing through, of being told I couldn't, um, I wasn't good enough. I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that, I couldn't do the other. It turns out that by having someone who positively believed in me, they turned around I was and unlocked my own Pandora's box of possibilities. And this is the thing. When, what I want to say is that when you conserve, um, you find that, you know, like you've been controlled in some way um, and you start waking up, don't be afraid. Yeah. It's hard, especially when you're on your own, especially when, you know, like you've got empty nest syndrome and, and it's like everyone's still trying to pull you back to where they're comfortable. Mm. You know where you want to go, but they're trying to pull you back. It's like being in a cave for years. I kept thinking, saying to myself, I'm in a cave. Um, I'm not moving because the mud's on the floor. I could describe it, could see it, I, but I could see the light. But each time I'm moving, I'm getting stuck. There's no water because it's now drying up. The mud on, is around my feet are drying up and I can't move. And then when I can move and I'm just about to hit the light, I'm pulled back. And that's describing people who are around you, who you've accidentally enabled to see you as only being capable of looking out for them and not for yourself like a donkey you know what I mean that at the end of the day the burden is put on you all the time the blame is put on you all the time you can't you've got to carry this you've got to carry that load carry that load and they're walking beside you enjoying life and you're in the dumps you're getting slower and slower and backing up as they're going forward and as soon as you stop being the donkey mm -hmm. offload you know what I mean you'll be trotting ahead of them but they'll be trying to pull you back rein you back but when uh, I said when I'm describing it's like you're moving forward you're revolving you've you've got a foot on the path and you've got you're moving forward but they they're trying to rein you back by either being um, verbally abusive physically abusive you um putting you down trying to you know like um you you get a high um next you know they're, they're putting you down i've I, when i've successfully got through the obv and um black leadership program and the otm um online university program when i went to you know like certain members or friends and whatnot i'd be getting all right it's like well, it's yay well yeah, done so so yeah, I wanna, I'm going to just pause because you've, you've given you a really big introduction and you've given loads of nuggets. So I want to just kind of break it down for those who okay. are listening or watching. So okay. Millicent, I have been coaching you for about 12 months. And I wanted to start by saying that the first thing is you said, because I believed in you. No, what, what's really taken place is you believed in you. You believed in you. And because you believed in you, you have been able to really elevate yourself further than you even thought was possible and that's what's taking place and the thing is you've you've really kind of knuckled into what your niche is so you are a natural you're a natural helper you go and support others and that that's that is kind of your kind of thing isn't that you go out of your way to support others no matter what with any 
any way possible shape or form you are the person and there's people that are watching today they are the person that is always helping everyone else but guess what they forget to do help themselves elevate themselves make sure that they're the number one person apart from me god but for everyone else the number one person can be themselves apart from their bigger source so you have realized that that you have basically done a lot and given a lot and haven't received a lot back you didn't get what you know or get anything back or what you needed to kind of elevate you so this year you mentioned a couple of things. I'm going to just repeat because a, a few people may not know what they are. So this year you have skyrocketed. And I, I, I don't even know that you understand. I know you do. But externally, not everyone will really understand how yeah. much you have skyrocketed. Yeah. So even to the point of um, one of the things that you've done is you've gone, yes, you've done a course, OTM, which is Lisa Johnson's uh OTM which is one to many course where you have got passive building passive income into your business and you focus on social enterprise because that's what you're good at and you focus on what kind of impacted you which was cohesive control and then you've gone and done other things leadership and community things in and around to support you you're basically doing what you've always done but now you're doing it with your full power back you have given back you've taken back your power basically and instead of everyone else it's now well what can I do to elevate myself and others and it's going to be that way so you kind of introduce yourself you you said you mentioned that you're you're a single mom you mentioned your age you don't look your age by the way you look amazing thank you well well, I know what you said you were talking about your your setbacks your triumphs and you're kind of giving some tips so if you you, you your setbacks were that you had a lot of people just not seeing you for who you really yeah. are yeah the, and you want to talk a little bit more about that yeah for the longest time I've always been there you could start call it loyal mm-hmm. um and loyalty comes with putting up with their comments overhearing what they really think of you and whatnot but because you believe in a project or an organization what you know like you're doing or um, what you are the person that you're around you put up with it because if you believe it'll get better you know what I mean um or you deserve it because you've been taught you've, you've uh, it's like you've been taught that's what you deserve because it was your mix-up at the same time what I didn't say is that I'm also I found that I was dyslexic at 50. I couldn't understand what, well, it answered a lot of questions. Mm. I've always been lonely. I've realised on the mindset um, journey, come to realise I've always been lonely. Back in the 60s, um, black people um, didn't have childcare. So they depend on spinsters um, to look after the children while they went out to work. Sometimes um, the spinster that I had, I had um, an idea that she was all right, but not realizing she'd overburdened herself with too much children. Um, I remember a faint memory of being brought upstairs to an attic type room. It was dark, filled with things around, but I was just laid on the bed and I was always left there on my own for hours on end. And that's where, and slowly but surely, 
my imagination started to grow through. My imagination, it kept me sane. Even though I was a toddler, I still remember that. Wow. Only once did I have somebody else, another child my age, placed in that room. But that child went earlier. The person came, um, the mother came and picked them up earlier. And so again, I was alone for hours on end. Wow. Um, and mm -hmm. so from that, my imagination, it helped with my creativity in you know, like in the um as i got older my daydreaming was what kept me sane but it affected my waking time mm. because i was more comfortable in the dream world yeah you, you understand sense. because of the loneliness yeah. and yeah. then as i'm getting old um then when um I knew I had to be on my own where I'd be the only one. Um, my other sibling would be left there as well. Um, not realizing he was, um, the, that person was pulled out because there were so much children downstairs. He was being bullied. I, but I could go because I was around them. I was the one that was left in that room, brought back to that place, left in that room. And that affected me without me realizing it throughout life because, well, as it became like seven, eight, I'd go out and there'd be nobody out on the street. So again, I'm lonely. I've got to be looking around to see what else I can do because everybody's older than me. So everyone's disappeared. Wow. Um, my school was too far away. So I'd go to school, I'd have friends, but everybody was around on the council estate, but our parents was a um, hundred yards down the road. So I'd have to cross busy roads just to go and play, but no one would walk me home. So again, I'm lonely walking home. And so, but I'm there for them. And that's how it continued in life, you know, like being there for others in the hope that they'll be there for me. I only had maybe one or two that, you know, like I could actually say that they actually come and visit me. I don't have to go and do that. But as time went on, I didn't really couldn't understand why family wasn't around me. And that was being coercively controlled without realizing what was happening um, within the family. But once I realized, I've got to an, old, an older age now, and I realized um, something wasn't right. And once I realized and researched a bit more and found out what was really going on, it was like, <sighs> I just woke up. Now, a lot of people in life go through this idea that, you know, like, oh, it's, it's all my fault. Um, I could do better. Um, and they're always apologizing. Which is, which is me, uh, it's got to the point now where I've forced myself to stop apologizing. You know what I mean? It's like I'm standing up to myself, it's like, hmm. So I make other sounds instead, instead and I can hear them waiting for me to apologize and going, hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I'm not giving them the, um, the, the value of what they're used to. Yeah. And they're not used to me changing. They're used to me saying, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, no. <laughs> the, the donkeys, the donkeys left the building. People pleaser, basically. It's the people pleaser syndrome. Yeah. Basically, where you want to apologize, you feel like you owe a lot to others. And you've gone through trauma, basically. You've mm. you've gone through trauma and your trauma kind of showed up in your later life. But mm. now you've taken back full control. And it's evident in everything you've been doing, especially over the last year. So yeah. I'm so proud of the last year. I'm so proud of everything you've achieved. You've, you know, I think we've only just said a couple of things, but you have set up your own social enterprise. You've got a significant amount of funding 
just by in instantaneously by applying um to support that you've what else yeah. have you done can you, might, can you remind I, me because you've gone I, you've done I, a I, you've done a um passive income course you've obtained certificates you've done leadership um you've done you've done a leadership role which you didn't expect to be doing in the community no, and no. You've shined you've been talking it's to PMs and prime ministers and being invited to tables you never thought you'd sit on and Perfect. you're just going you're just Fireball, you're literally a fireball right now. So I am so amazed and so surprised. Um, and the latest thing is, oh my goodness, um, I've went sitting in um I, I look out because I'm a volunteer at an organization. I um uh, and I'm a volunteer, which has helped me, and I look out for members with a pre, you know, like um um food pantry and stuff like that. But my um, and my business is to do with health and well-being. I create um, short exercise programs which can help. And I set in for a funding to help the organisation, the actual organisation. And I forgot about it over Christmas. And they came back, and it's to do with social investment. And social investment man managers, is, you know, like suddenly say, "Well, we haven't got nothing in that area. Can we have a visit?" And suddenly, right, I'm saying, "All right, then, yeah, come on down. I'll see you next week." You know what I mean? It's just like what is happening you know what I mean um and so I'm talking to people which I would never talk to um it's just weird it's just crazy um talking to people that could you know, like put you know like help with you know like um the members um what uses your organization to help them if they need um um re replaceable um, cookers fridges settees whatever you mean i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go back just to get a bit more about your business so your social enterprise so basically just to clarify um for those who haven't heard or know exactly what you're doing you do well-being you help them to have small exercises but you also help them to get um supplies and things like that that they yeah, need by, connect, by connecting um what i do I, I make sure that i if we have members whether it's in the organization or it's in my enterprise I could take care of them and make sure that if they need advice, I'm there. Um, if then if they've got a broken window, I'll help you. You know what I mean? If you need, you know, like um, if someone's sanctioning you, we'll find out what's going on. If um you need, you know, like help, um, you know, like with top-ups or anything, we're there. We look after it's like a rounded thing. And that's what we we always do within the organization. And if I was doing um a okay. project, you know what so I mean? So these are for this individuals who potentially from disadvantaged backgrounds so just to yeah. make it very clear so when you're saying broken windows someone could have faced that have actually had a broken window from things that have gone on in their area because of the community they live in and you're saying sanctions just to make it very clear for those who've never come across that sanctions in terms of is that is that benefit sanctions what sanctions is yeah that? It's, it's like benefit sanctions but it's like if they've had a broken wind and they're trying and they're beating their head against a brick wall trying to get someone to fix it and the calls coming in i have got i can get on the phone and say right this needs doing you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like a dog with a bone when it comes like to that. You know, like I'll if if you want me to fight in your, I will fight for you, and I'll get something done. I'm not just patting myself on the back. I've surprised myself that I've got that capability because I don't usually talk this way. If for some reason, I end up talking Lancashire like from like I'm from, from Leeds, like I'm from Yorkshire, <laughs> and it's like a mixture of something. And I'm saying nay and yay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'll see you. i It's like what is happening? You know what I okay. mean? So I know how to 
speak. And that's from, I don't think anyone knows about Norweb, before everything went crazy, looked after all the energy supplies. And Norweb taught us how to, how, about customer care. We hated it. I tell you this now, the whole staff hated it, but it's lasted a lifetime of training. With okay. that training, it's so helped. Yeah. I remember you've told me that before. You used to work for Norweb. Yeah. And Norweb. Um, that was like the biggest energy supplier of its time. And yeah. you, you, you've developed a lot of customer service skills through that. Yeah. So you mentioned top ups as well, people who have top ups. And then that is like um, electricity and gas yeah. top ups. Uh, instead of you having a bill, they'll have a key card or a document yeah. to help them. And if it runs out, it runs out. I'm from a disadvantaged background myself. So I know what that's like. And not having heating for a week in the really bitter cold months mm. like it's now and not having funds not having money not having any way of getting that and you're the person that will make sure that that person go doesn't go without so you are a true advocate in your community you are there that person that most people need especially in a from disadvantaged backgrounds I'm just saying this because there may be people who don't know these terms that you've mentioned um, a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that in the talk to the money has been given by the government to the um, suppliers. Sometimes they don't know how to talk and it can be embarrassing, just like going to um, a food bank or a, a, a food pantry. It's embarrassing to um, and it's um, so at times degrading um, to be um, to um, go and ask. Um, but I could phone up, I mean, for them and, and speak to them and says, right, this person needs, you know, like gas, electric, they haven't got this, they haven't got that. And you can get money from them. Okay, you got to pay three pounds something or maybe a week back, but at least you've got gas and electric on. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's just being supportive for them. I don't have to be, I'm being supportive in a positive sense now. Whereas before I'd be supportive, but it's like I'm being used. You know what I mean? Not listened to. So I could be there and I'd be listening to somebody on the phone. They might call me at three o'clock in the morning, the down and whatnot. But if I start talking, yeah, but if I start talking to them about my problems because it's a source, it's connecting, they'll go quiet and it's like they'll continue from where they left off. Yeah. So I don't do that anymore. So it's like, and I stopped them, whereas before I'd ignore it. I'd go, hang on a minute. I've just said something to you and you've just ignored me and continued to where you left off. And I see their expression. It's like, all right, um, you know what I mean? And I, and I forced them to you know, like, answer me, answer me. If you want me to, if you're, I'm not going to be just there for you. You know what I mean? And it's the changes that you start changing within yourself. You can see it, but then it's the fear of, well, if, if you come out of that, that, that pod, what's going to be there for you and it's finding that strength to say do you know what I can stand on my own I'll turn on my Netflix I'll turn on I'll turn on something or watch you know what I mean <laughs> I don't have to be around you I've got I've got my own tea I've got my own drink you know what I mean you can stay there but because at the end of the day you you stay strong for yourself that's when they'll try to creep back and go are you coming out are you doing this it's like and you do it under your terms you so understand so from what I so what I'm seeing is, first of all, Millie, you're an advocate for others. The first thing that you've done is you've set up now a social enterprise where you've now separated and created kind of like a boundary to say this is where I help people. This is where you go. This is now the funnel, as, you, as we say, to support 
individuals that need that help and that's your kind of now boundary and when it comes to you and keeping your power you make sure that you protect that space now and you can see that you've protected it and you know now where your boundaries lie. That's basically all you've done. You've created a boundary. Yeah. You know when to help people and you went, you know when not to. And you know who to go to for yourself and you know what who not to go to. And I think that what you're doing in supporting the community and the communities that you serve, you are one of the things you, you haven't mentioned is you are um, an amazing writer. So you're a dyslexic, but you're an absolutely incredible creative writer. And you talked about your trauma, but your writing stands you out. I mean, if you, Millicent, in terms of funding, you know, if you wanted to get funding, you're the person that can do it instantaneously. So one of the things that you're getting involved in is helping people get funding. So you support people in various different ways, grants, funding, all that sort of stuff. It isn't goes beyond the licks. You do the little things and you can do bigger things. So you help people in various different ways, whether it's a business, whether it's a community project, you are that person. And in addition to that, then you've also helped yourself overcome a lot of trauma and mindset challenges that you've had yourself. So that's been great. And I'm saying this because I've obviously been coaching you and I know that it's been a big journey and you've, it's been an incredible one. If The amount of things that have happened in this year have been awe-inspiring, inspirational. Like we need to get a picture on, on the bottom of this and if we can to show you, you know, shaking hands with Andy Burnham, for example, who's a Manchester... In my lady's shoes. Wearing my lady's yeah. shoes, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so... So if you could give five, because I know you've gone through a lot, basically mm. you've gone through a lot. You've, you've lost your brother. You've, you've gone through a lot of, in the, in you, you, you grew up, you grew up without <coughs> kind of jump on a few things because I know them. Um, you've, you've grown up with trauma and, um, you know, a single mother, you've done a lot and you've still managed to shine. So if you had some advice for women within your community or even outside of the community who are, who are striving to do what you've done and to support, but not just be a people pleaser, but be someone who's an advocate and who's really elevating others in the right way and having boundaries, as well as keeping protecting their own space. What advice would you give now, seeing as you've learned so much? So if we said five, five tips, what would it be? What would those five tips be? The first thing that comes to my mind is be brave. That's great. <laughs> the scariest thing for anyone is to shift, to change, mm -hmm. to walk away. I want to say walk away. It's not walking away. You don't have to walk away physically, but mentally. You're changing your mindset to, um, to block out all the things of everyone saying, um, looking at you, um, that you, you're not good enough or you can't do, do this and you ain't supposed to be going there. You shouldn't be, you know, like trying to educate yourself. You shouldn't be, you know, like trying to rise up from the gunk that, you know, like um, that they've gone and placed you um, around your neck. You know what I mean? Like like a, a, ch um, a, ch a tight ch choker, a metal choker. Um, be brave to break that choker. Be brave to and uh, break that chain. Um, the second one is start looking beyond the group that you have yeah, because the group that you have you might want to go and be friends with someone but the group that you have i'm saying why is why going around with that person <laughs> and making noises and, and stopping you but you'll find yourself looking at that person to want to go over go over take that chance and go over do something different it's like 
suddenly, you know, like you always go to town, but you always walk past, you know, like the coffee shop, but you'd love to go in, but you never do. Take that chance to go into the coffee shop, buy yourself some coffee and sit down on the, on the chair and watch the people go by. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's okay. and that's my, my thoughts with that. And the, the third one is like, each day, make a slight change. Even if it's, you know, like putting lipstick on. I'm not wearing lipstick. Try mascara. I don't try mascara. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put a hat on. Funny hat. I've got a funny hat, but I'm not putting it on today at this moment because I'm on a podcast, but I've got a funny hat that gives me confidence people <laughs> people people argue about me going why are you wearing that for you know what I mean? but I've, got, I've got a hat that is like it's got jingles and jangles all over it and if you know me you know the hat what I wear and <laughs> I've, I've even got to put ribbons now yellow and red ribbons you know like on the top bit so because I've got no hair so I can go like that and so it's a talkative, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a talkative moment. So it's just changing up, just doing something different, which you don't normally do, or it's not usually accepted. So it's like wearing a, 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 a baggy jumper. You know what I mean? That's yours. If it makes you comfortable, wear it. Let the group moan. Because guess what? You're going to be changing their minds for what you are doing. And in so change their minds of what you are wearing or doing, you are changing their mindset without them realizing to accept you as changing. The fourth um grammar. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth, the fourth, the fourth one. It's like everyone can get depressed, but as long as you're aware of getting depressed because your mind is battling to move and to stay. You know what I mean? Look around because as I'm also a, um, a person-centered counselor, qualified, and a support worker, qualified. And so I incorporate all these skills into my volunteering work to help, that's how I can help people. If your kitchen is overladen with cups and it's, you're feeling depressed, move a cup, move a fork move a spoon, just give it a wash. And as you're doing that, you're shifting it. If then when you go to your bedroom, the same thing's there, move a sock, move something. Because the thing is, as you start changing, you will get the low points and you'll end up trying to block yourself by putting stuff in your way. Make that space, clear that space each time get rid of things as you're getting rid of things you're getting rid of the negatives mm. to allow space for the positive to enter and by doing clearing your kitchen clearing um your um your bedroom your hall your front room of clutter as long as you can see a space you know you're moving in the di right direction it's when you can't see no space is when you're faltering and they're winning because that's where they want you to stay in amongst the clutter trying to get to breathe you know what I mean making you feeling that keeping you down so it's you've got to make that move just moving one thing at a time take your time and move it to a point where you are content that you've now got a big space and it will be clearing your mind at the same time 
fifth one. Yeah. If you will come under attack by folk who do not want you to move, be prepared. It could be family members, it could be friends. You've got to be the hero of your own path. So instead of waiting for that night or waiting for you know, like someone to ride in and say, great, well done. <laughs> do it yourself. Absolutely. Um, do it yourself. Absolutely. Find a song. Find the song each time and you like give it, give it a jip. It's just like now suddenly, right? I'm I'm singing monkey love. I'm doing it again. You're driving me crazy, crazy. You know I mean? And that's just jumped into my head. I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm and I'm going and I'm going, you know, like oh going crackers and I'm and I'm you know me, and that's me saying, you're know, like, well done. You know what I mean? So it's my excitement. As I says, there was no one around when I'm, I'm meeting different people, and it's like I've done something this week, but I can't. I couldn't speak to anyone to say to give me that well done, and then this music just jumped in my head, and it's like I'm kind of going, yeah, yeah, man, and I'm kind of go, okay, <laughs> yeah, but right. you're well done. I mean, you know yeah. Me? So, so, so fast, I'm, sorry, yeah, no, it's okay. I'm, That's what I'm, I'm saying. Off. You know what I mean? Be be the champion of yourself. I love it. Because as they try to pull you back and try to hold you down and try to, you know, like, um, your great moments, it's like, mm, you know what I mean? Put on a record and give it, you know what I mean? Put a bit of cuff it. I'm not going to make it cuff it, Beyonce, on and giving it the, you know what I mean, into the mirror. Oh, you know what I mean? You don't have to do monkey love like me and kind of, I'm going crackers. I'm just into, you know, like, all that kind of things. I'm just cray cray like that. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so what I'm trying to say is it'll elevate you. You know what I mean? You be a champion of yourself and let those people who don't want you to be that happy catch up to you. I absolutely agree. You know what I mean? Don't wait for them because if you wait for them, you're going to go back to where they are comfortable and you're going to be the only one unhappy move keep moving you know what I mean so at the end of the day you're kind of going like that look at me at this age like you know what I mean giving it swingings um you know I mean giving it swingings kind of go like that so you you're you're, you're cheering yourself so it's like how can I put it you're in the Roman arena and everyone's cheering for the for the for the lion it's like I've got a minute you know what I mean? Who am I? You know what I mean? What, what am I? Me. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm a bit of me. But guess what? You know what I mean? You do something to attract the attention to where the crowd goes to you. Leaving the lion alone, you like to just lie down and sleep. Because the thing is, when it comes down to it, fun and joke apart, you need to do you. And that is the hardest thing to do because there's always something out there trying to grab you back and then it affects your mind and then you've got to be pulling all of that away and to keep moving forward like for example I've got homework to do I'm practicing to do you know like a lot of copywriting and it's my baggage that's holding me back from doing what I need to do but I know I'm going to do it but it's taking longer and I've got to stop looking at things because the thing is, 
I'm I'm beating myself up saying I'm so behind. But am I really behind? It's me. And so at the end of the day, allow yourself to make mistakes, allow yourself to do things at a slower pace, because either way, you're going to get there. Perfect. Uh, so I'm going to just, I've written down as we were talking, I was quickly jotting down those five. So just for those who listened, the five were be brave, um, move beyond the, 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 the group that you're in now. So basically network, go, go outside of your own comfort zone. The third one was try new things, which I love. Go and try new things, whatever that new thing may be. Then the fourth one was, it was talking about depression, but you was merely talking about shifting the space, shifting yeah. the space so you can be who you're meant to be from what I got. And five was be prepared and be your own champion. And I thought they were all, if you were to go, if you were to re-listen to everything and get to the end, this is the bit that you needed to listen to, like literally. And um, so this actually, I want to just say that these are amazing nuggets, you know, golden nuggets and these are the things that people can really utilize if you're listening today these are gold you can use them for your own mindset to push yourself forward so Millicent Henry thank you so much for taking the time to join us to talk about the things that you've experienced that has actually pulled you back and you mentioned a lot of they 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 and those they I'm guessing are could be friends, family, society as a whole, yeah. and people that are that are here and there. And you've got a lot of them there around you, but you mm-hmm. have you still arrived at where you need to be and continue to elevate. So well yeah. done to you. It's, it's you. been an awesome journey to watch and to see you evolving. And if I, to be honest with you, I, I don't even really need to ask this question, but the final question, I just I really just want to find just kind of gauge where you're going to be soon. So Tell me just if you had, uh, if you were to push yourself back into like another two years, what would you say to yourself? Like two years time, just two years from now. Think about where you'd be. Think about where you'd be and just give yourself one word that you would say to, to keep yourself going for, for two years. Cause you, so picture yourself wherever you're going to be next in two years and then tell yourself now what, what that word would be. Well, in two years, I hope to be able to be helping small um, small organisations, um, mainly BAME um, organisations that's fallen through the cracks to get funding. Um, at the same time, helping you know like people with um, going through coercive control um, or gaslighting to be able to um, achieve their goals because it's it's re remapping. Um, of a mind with um, co- someone who's coercive con- controlled, um, like myself, to um, get, um, get um, move on and to, sh- to see what qualities they really have hidden. Um, and that's by surrounding yourself or finding someone that actually believes and listens to what you've got to say. So really, I'd be saying to um, myself, wow, two years <laughs> time, well done, wow. You know what I mean? Look how far you've come. You never thought you'd get here. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose that goes back to your first one, be brave, believe in yourself. So yeah. thank you. 
And yeah. so anyone watching today, definitely go back to the five, the five nuggets, the five key things that you can do to kind yeah. of elevate yourself and be successful. And especially, you know, the fact that it's a dis you you help disadvantaged communities from a disadvantaged community self. I'm from a disadvantaged community. Yeah. That's how I grew up. I completely have um that's where my energy goes to as well because yeah. they we need help, but they need help. So yeah. I I love what you do and what you are aspiring to continue to do for communities. Cause I think feel like you're going to be a firecracker for so many other women of color and, yeah. and men as well. And others um, of color as they progress throughout their lives. So a big well done for everything you're doing and everything you're achieving. And thank you for taking the time today to be on the Superwomen can. You are indeed a super woman. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Ha, 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 ha.